Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. After his untimely death, Thomas meets with Bahamut in the realm between realms. He agrees to dispense justice in his name and in turn is given a little extra time. Meanwhile, Tyronicus flees and the attorneys are left to deal with the aftermath as they are chased by Anubi, reclaimers of the Court of Serenity. After a clever escape and much deliberation, the attorneys actually end up at the Court of Serenity, where they meet the judge, a sphinx named Enigmatos, who offers them a place to stay for the night in exchange for answering his riddles. After a couple of riddles and a devastating roar, Jessica shames Enigmatos, providing him a riddle of his own. Racked with confusion, guilt, and unclear thoughts, Enigmatos runs off into the desert, and the Anubai bow to judge Jessica Felcher. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Jessica. Paluman escorts you to the judge's chambers. You walk down a winding sandstone corridor that ends in a solid stone door. Paluman kneels and places the butt of his staff in a hole in the ground. He twists, and the stone door slides open. 
Within the chamber, you see a large, round, plush, canopied bed covered in pillows. The walls are covered in tomes, and a desk in the corner is piled high with paperwork and a golden scale. Your Honor, Jessica Felcher, shall we expect you to hold court tomorrow? Well, I should say so. Look at all this paperwork piled up. I don't want anything to get behind now. What was uh, next on the docket for us? It depends on how you would like to handle the court. Oh, okay. Do we have some options, or uh, is it just kind of up to me to do whatever? You can hear the people's pleas, or you can choose from any of the files on the desk. Ooh, well, uh, I guess I'll take a look at the files first, just to see what's going on there. Very well. Should I inform the reclaimers of anything? Tony? <clears throat> what about Tony? <laughs> make, make sure they give him a massage. Uh, Gary is uh, in the ducks of the pyramid. Where's <laughs> Tony? <laughs> Tony. I mean, as long as my compatriots and our noble steeds are being well taken care of, I suppose there isn't anything specific that I uh, have uh, in mind at this point in time, but thank you. Certainly, your compatriots. We are at your service. Ancestors guide us. Ancestors guide us. And Palumon turns to leave as you lay on the plush bed. However... He then stops in the door and turns to you over his shoulder. Uh, Pardon my frankness, but... No, please, be as frank as you like. There is one small matter I wish to discuss. Of course, yeah. Yeah, whatever you want. Fade to mysterious black. (laughs) How mysterious. Thomas, you lay in your sarcophagus, the lid shut like a vampire yes thomas's hands are like this yep yep the minutes pass as you stare at the closed lid you try to close your eyes but you have no eyelids the hours pass and still nothing you cannot sleep as desperation sets in uh what the hell i want to go to bed please bahamut can you put me to bed funny enough as you say that you hear thomas Yes. Hey, dude. How's it going? No luck sleeping, huh? That's correct. I would very much like to do that now. Yeah, we, uh... It's interesting. You're both Thomas and Bahamut at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. I'm out here in the realm between realms, but I'm also kind of in the land at the same time. Uh, inside of you. Alright, go the hell to sleep so I can sleep. Yeah, um... There's no sleeping in death. Oh my god. Does that mean there's no eating either or drinking? Yeah. I probably should have informed you of as much. Wait. Does that mean no more coffee? I mean, you could douse your bones in it, I guess, but you you definitely won't taste anything. Damn it! This is just too much. This is going to be too much. I can't have coffee now. On the bright side, I haven't gotten to chat with anyone. Shut up! Uh, And I just get out of the coffin and I start walking around the place. Uh, roll a strength check. Oh, jeez, okay. 16. Okay, you begin opening the sarcophagus lid and he goes, Wait, 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 wait. You can't sleep, but there's something similar. Uh, what would that be? Meditation. (sighs) Okay. This is silly. What do you propose I do? How do I begin this meditation? You may want to stay in the sarcophagus for this one. Fine. Fine. Put the lid back on. Breathe in. 
You try to breathe and like you don't need to, uh, but <laughs> Damn but it. you think through the motion of breathing. All right, breathe out. Your bones chatter. Uh, <laughs> Just do that and reflect on the day's events, how they tie into where you've been, where you're going, and what you want to accomplish. Okay. Well, today, today I died. That wasn't very fun. And how did that make you feel? Dead. Made me feel dead. It hurt. A lot. Emotionally. (sighs) It made me feel like I haven't accomplished enough in my life, which is why I came back here. I appreciate your honesty and vulnerability. Shut up! All I want to do is save... Not save, she's dead. She's fucking dead. I want to find Dot's killer to get the truth behind that. I want to just help people, I suppose. And when you do find Dot's killer, what do you plan to do then? I haven't really thought that far ahead, but keep helping. Justice must be dispensed with an even hand. Rash justice is not justice at all. Bahamut, can you get out of my head? I don't like talking to you anymore. I mean, your head is, like, literally my head. It belongs to me now. Jesus. Your head is my head. My head is your head. Well, no, my head isn't yours, but your head is my head. I don't like this meditation thing. I'm getting out of the sarcophagus again. I recommend meditating if you want to recover some people. Oh, Jesus. I'm staying in the coffin. <sighs> just just be quiet while I get my hit points back. All right. I'll just watch. That doesn't make me feel better. Just think about breathing. Okay. Thomas, you may long rest. Yay. So from now on, essentially, you don't really sleep. But you can enter like a meditative trance to do something akin to resting. This is essentially you reconnecting with Bahamut and recharging those magical energies. Gary, you wake up to a scream. As you open your eyes, you find yourself in your adobe house in the town of Golden Sands. You look to your left and you see your wife doubled over in pain. Christopher! Meredith looks to you with her vibrant green eyes and says, Fulmar, uh, I think the baby's coming. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, like, get a, get a, get a, get a glass of water. Uh, quick, let's go. She begins walking out of bed and she falls over and suddenly starts coughing blood. <coughs> <coughs> Get the doctor, Fulmar! Go! I I need a doctor! I need a doctor! And I run outside. You run out of the house, instinctually grabbing your staff as you go. Its various twisting branches support your weight as you run out into the center of Golden Sands at dawn. What do you do? Would I know where the doctor is? Yeah, so in front of you, you see that well, and then you see the two rows of adobe houses, and you know that the town healer, Dorian, lives down and to the right. I go down and to the right to the town healer. Okay, you run out. Are you saying anything as you go? Anybody, I need a doctor. Please help. You run down through the town, past the well to the second house from the right on the northern side of the road. And before you even get to knock on the door, Dorian, the town healer, runs out and he says, Fulmar, what's going on? It's, it's, uh, my, uh, my, 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 is my the baby wife. here? My wife. Yeah, yes, yes, the baby's coming. Take I, me, I, let's go, let's go. Oh, okay. And Dorian 
runs with you back to your house. He runs over to Meredith, who is lying on the ground. He goes, breathe in and out. <sighs> she continues coughing up blood. <coughs> and her skin is turning pale and grayish. And he looks to you and he goes, Fulmar, help me get her back on the bed. Uh, I help him put her back on the bed. You go to pick up Meredith and she looks up at you with the white glazed over eyes and dull rotting gray skin. She lunges onto you. <laughs> Honey? Roll a strength saving throw. <laughs> Seven. She knocks you flat onto your back, prone. As she begins trying to take a chunk out of you, she seems to be trying to bite at you with that beautiful smile that you fell in love with as it tries to fucking eat you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Help! Get her off! Get her off! You start screaming and you turn to look at Dorian and you see that he suddenly keels over in a sweat. He tries to reach out toward you to help, but he begins violently vomiting blood. as your wife descends upon you, attempting to bite a chunk out of your neck. Then, you wake up, sitting in your open sarcophagus. You pant, and your veins bulge, looking blacker than usual against your dull gray skin, which now only retains a vague tint of green. What time is it? Uh, You see no sunlight from (laughs) inside this pyramid court, but you do hear the scraping of stone on stone as Renfi removes the lid from Ostrogon and Thomas's sarcophagi. The rest of the reclaimers stand in formation around the courthouse. There is a grand, elaborately painted sandstone floor with two benches toward the center of the room. The east and west walls house four golden sarcophagi each, and there is an elevated platform with stairs hugging either side of the judge's bench. Behind that, on the upper platform, is a passage toward the private chambers. Paluman and Anatre stand guard at the passageway leading to the judge's chambers as Judge Jessica Felcher emerges. Gentlemen, (gasps) you have been brought before this court today to answer for your crimes against the ancestors. The charge is multiple counts of murder. How do you plead? Uh, uh, I wanna wake up now. Jessica, (laughs) what are you doing? I asked the gentleman a question. How do you plead? Jess. Gary, is she she, she Uh, for realsies right now? None of this is for realsies. You're a pile of bones and she's the queen of Egypt? Yeah, okay. I'm going back to bed. Sorry. And I crawl in the sarcophagus. I don't know what this Egypt is you're referring to, but this is the Court of Serenity, and we do not take the matters of the ancestors lightly here. One of the reclaimers, Gary, as you go to get back in the sarcophagus, it steps toward you and points a spear at your throat. Uh, Just, can you pinch me? Make sure this is real. It drives the spear into your side very lightly to, like, pinch you, and you start bleeding as you take a point of damage. Ah! Jessica, this is ridiculous. Let's go. We, we are on a mission here. Let's leave 
and let's not fool around anymore, okay? And then Thomas is gonna start walking back towards the entrance. Two of the reclaimers move to block your way, spears at the ready. If you two do not answer these court's questions, then you will be held in contempt of court and you will be held indefinitely in the dark cells beneath this glorious courthouse. Jessica, stop. It's not funny anymore. Jessica, All right. this, we what get are it. you doing? This isn't a joke. And Jessica kind of gives them both a look. Oh, it's a joke. She's kidding. Let's play along, Gary. I don't think so. No, Thomas. It's really not a joke. One of the reclaimers leans in real close to Thomas and says, We shall see what the ancestors think of your comedy. Uh-huh. All right, Jessica. You got me. I plead not guilty. The accused have pled not guilty. Do the accused have representation or do they request a court-appointed lawyer? Oh, Jesus I Christ. Think we can handle this ourselves, right, Gary? Oh, my. Well, there's nothing to handle. Just stop this. This is not funny anymore, Jessica. Now that the accused has made their choice, I believe it is time Jesus to release the Christ. jury. She's still going on about it. Yes, Your Honor. And you see eight of the reclaimers all move to one of the golden sarcophagi each, and they slide the lids open. And within the sarcophagi, you see mummies with their hands crossed over to each of their shoulders. As their eyes open and you see this dark yellow glow as they stare out going, You know, Gary, it's strange. I feel an odd connection to these creatures in my current state, but... Other than that, they're very frightening. I don't think we should be fucking with the dead here. It's not funny. This is not... The, the joke's going too far. Just, all right, Jesse? Just tell them all to take a water break so we can Gary, get out of here. keep playing along. I, I think she's got something up her sleeve. We'll get out of here. Now that that matter is settled, who among you, referencing to the court, will serve this court as their prosecution? You look around the court and it's like crickets. Jessica, roll a history check. See, Gary, we've got this one in the bag. I will be the prosecution. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a 14 for the history check. Okay, so here's a little something that you remember about the Court of Serenity. Traditionally, they have actually foregone representation in favor of just pleading their cases before the ancestors. However, what you also recall from your law studies is that as judge, you get to pick how this court goes now. So at this point... Paluman kind of steps a little bit out of place and says, If it pleases your honor, I shall prosecute the offenders. Holy man, I thought we were cool. Wonderful, thank you, Paluman. I appreciate your stepping forward. It was a little worried there, jeez. And, and then he, he looks up at you with, like, great pride, and then you see a little bit of worry, like, over his face, and he goes, Do you have, like, a pamphlet on the basics of, you know prosecution. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, once we get through this part of the process, you can come on back to my chambers and we can uh, have a quick little uh, discussion and pamphlet. Oh my uh, god, and now you're there. trying to have your way with him too? You can't have your cake and eat it. Uh, Renfi's eyebrows, like, go up and then they try to, like, bring it back down to be, like, stoic. Um... <laughs> The crown is a part of her body. It's just part of her body. The crown is nothing else. It's just it's just part of a st- st- structure. Order in this court, please. Jesus How Christ. long is she going to go on with this, Gary? I don't I think she's corrupt. Gentlemen, this court will hear your case in six hours. The reclaimers will accompany the defense in this investigation. And you will return... Post haste. This court is now adjourned. Y- your Honor, Your Honor, a quick word in your chambers regarding the defense, please. 
Very well. Uh, yeah, I'd like to come too, Your Honor. I mean, we'd all like to come someday, Gary, but, uh... <laughs> oh, there's the... F now you lighten up the mood. There you go. All right, let's go. All right, uh, please show the accused to my chambers. Yeah, hands off, pal. I know where to fucking go. Two of the reclaimers come and grab Gary and Thomas very firmly. Hands off. We're going. And then uh, you see Ostrogon is trying to sneak out the back of the pyramid, <laughs> and one of the reclaimers grabs him as well by the beard, and he goes... Gary, is this uh, an Oreo situation? I just woke up. I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, Ostrogon, can you come with us? Ask for ask for a, a listenage with the uh, Ow! <laughs> with the judge. It's fine. <laughs> I'll go with you. And they lead all three of you into the back, the the judge's private chambers. Okay, Jessica, I, you're taking the senior wait, wait, wait. assistant role. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Tell, Excuse me. You are speaking out of turn. Call, now. Call off the dogs. All right? We are a nobody. How dare you? All right, noobs, out of here. I mean, your highness. Excuse me. Only the judge of the court can order oh about people in this manner. loving this. Now, uh, reclaimers, if you would please give us the room for a moment, I'd appreciate it. As you wish. And they head out, and you see uh, Paluman sticks his staff in that same divot and turns it, and the door slides shut. All right. Okay. I know. I know. This, I know Jessica, what this looks like. when I promoted you to senior assistant, this is not what I had in mind. I am demoting you not just to assistant, but below to shoe shiner again. You will clean my shoes twice daily from now on. You don't have shoes. Oh, that's right. Shit. Thomas, I would watch how you speak to the judge of this courthouse. Jessica, I need shoes. I don't have shoes on. Jesus. All right, so here's here's the deal, y'all. The Anubai, they are very defensive about their ancestors. And listen, I mean, there was nobody else around. If if you somehow could, like, pin this on that Tyrannicus person or whoever the heck fled the scene, if you guys can manage to do that, I'm all for it. I just, I'm kind of in a sticky situation here because I, I, I'm the I'm the judge now and I have to oversee what? this court. I have to find justice. I mean, that is what what, what all just, this journey has been all about. Just, yeah. just tell them just we're innocent and end the case. Hold on. How the fuck are you the judge? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I shot a riddle back at Enigmatos and, well, he didn't figure out the riddle, and I guess I'm the judge now. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, fantasy Jesus Christ. But, I mean, if you're in charge, Jessica, we don't have to do... You do whatever you want. Yes, just just wave the case. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you, with your life force tied to the fact that we need to find justice now, I'm sure me circumventing the rules of justice are going to be really great for your life what? force right now, Thomas. We're innocent, I, Jessica. Th there is no case. What do you mean his life force is tied to justice? Did I did I not tell you, Gary, about my little my situation with the dragon? Remember that? Yeah, Bamoot. Bamoos. Bamoos? Yeah, let's go. No, Bahamut. If, if I don't... It, it seems as if I don't, you know, pursue my uh, little endeavor with truth and justice here, I will most likely perish for realsies this time. And if, if, if I just let things go, let things slide when justice has been demanded by the community, I, I can't... I can't do that, y'all. I just... Uh, it's not... I'm, I'm but sorry, justice but that's demanded by a group of people is different from what true justice is. We know the truth. I mean, the, yeah, we do know the truth. The truth of the matter is we kind of did kill 
those people. In self-defense? They were trying to kill us! Well then, if that's the defense you want to go with, then go with it. I can't necessarily let it go. Uh, You're very well You're in charge. I have been placed onto this mantle now, gentlemen. I don't know what to tell you. You're in charge. You you know what happened. You're a first level witness. Like A leader is only as good as the people that they lead. The people are fucking crazy, as you can see. So who cares? Actually, I think they're very sweet. Jessica, what if we fail? Are you just gonna let them pronounce us guilty and do whatever they want to with us? Well, no. Obviously, I... There might be something I can do. Obviously, as the judge, I carry out the sentencing. So I'm sure that we can so, figure something out if things go wrong. We're going to go through this whole rigmarole just for you to do whatever you want anyway? <sighs> Why not just do that now? Uh, I got her, Gary. Did you see that? <laughs> That's your boss at work right now. Did you see that? Take notes, you've Gary. Talked, you've talked me into a bit of a corner there, I suppose. But at the end of the day, Thomas, I have a responsibility, and I don't know what to tell you, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, oh my God. There's no changing your mind whatsoever. I suppose if you wanted to talk with the appointed prosecutor and come to some sort of plea bargain, you wouldn't have to necessarily go through a full trial. But I know how you feel about plea bargains, Thomas. Absolutely not. Uh, how long is this going to take? I mean... Yeah, we have a mission here. Remember the dead friend that we have? Yeah, and she's gonna... Not to be blunt about it, but she's gonna stay dead. It's not like... Okay, but I'm not, Jessica. I'm running out of time. I'm not gonna stay alive. I need to go. I'm sure finding this small amount of justice along the way will extend the clock a bit for you. There is nothing to find out. We did the the whole thing by us. Well, then, I guess, Gary, then it'll go by quickly, if that's the case. All right. I mean, we what? can just hop right into the trial if you see so fit, gentlemen. What is there to do? There's no one to interview. We were... Yeah, let's let's get this done today and get out of let's, here. Let's, yeah. You know what? Let's let's get this over with. I got I got a, my wife at home waiting to make dinner. As long as the prosecution agrees to the expedited trial, I see no reason why this can't be done today. And, and just a few minutes to confirm with my uh, co- uh, lawyer here about the case. Certainly. I'll allow you gentlemen to uh, go to one of the lovely little court meeting rooms while I discuss with the prosecution. Um, and Jessica looks for like a button on the desk, like a buzzer or something, but I don't think she finds one, so she kind of just... Like, her. come on, this is ridiculous. Uh, Paluman, Gen- you can come on back in. Oh, I... Look. <laughs> um... Yeah. And he gets he gets between you and Jessica and puts his hands to his mouth as if that's gonna stop her from hearing and goes, I'm really considering just teleporting back to my tower. Take me with you. Ostrogon, no hoagies for you if you do that. Damn it! Uh, yes, there are hoagies. Come on. That leads can... me to think, though. Jessica, would you even stop us if Ostrogon teleported us out of here right this very minute? I mean, I don't exactly know what are you gonna how... you going to do, hunt us down? Well... The Reclaimers seem to be a very large force in this particular area, so I'm sure I could spare a few to chase a couple of hooligans that have escaped the law down. You know down. what? Screw it. I'm sorry, Miss Feltra. I can't do this. And he snaps his fingers. No! And nothing happens. And he's, like, looking at you with, like, smiling with a raised eyebrow, and he goes... <clears throat> 
I think you might find the enchantments of this pyramid a little bit more Damn complex it. to get out of than you might have first thought. Ostrogon's a hundred years old. He doesn't have time for this. Two hundred. Yeah, you don't have time for this. But I don't look a day over ninety. Hey, of course. Uh, so let's go. Let's just get out of here. He just tried that, and I don't think it's going to work. I think there are no, some very... No, no. We were just snapping a little tune. Remember that tune from the... Um, uh, the... Mi Mr. Barbio, it yes. appear there's some sort of uh, anti-magic enchantment within oh, the courtroom. That's just lovely. Great. All right. Well, I will let you uh, discuss amongst yourselves while I make sure that Paluman is ready to go with this expedited trial as requested by the accused. You are dismissed. Paluman, you can come on back in now, yeah? You shout that, and then a few seconds pass with nothing, and then you hear from, like, behind the door. I can see it's ready. What? what? Oh, hold up. And then the door slides open. You see Paluman, one hand on, like, the staff, twisted, and the other one has, like, a little law book, like, folded up in his other arm against his body, and he's trying to stand at attention. Yes, you don't know. Jessica, when this is over, you will be shining so many shoes, you will never know what anything looks like again. Never let it take charge again. Are you two quite done? Oh, my God. Yes, we are done, your right. majesty. Go and have your little chat that you wanted to do or whatever. Oh, don't yeah. Know. Don't break your back with your freaking noobs fanning you and, and rubbing your toes. Let's go. Gary, come on. Hey, you don't know where you requesting a toe rubbing. Oh, choke on a fucking fed grape, why don't you? Let's go. He smacks you in the back of the head with his staff. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Excuse me, I would like your finest pair of shoes. Presently, if you could uh, spare a pair. I, my feet are a little... They're not cold. I can't feel cold, but I don't want them exposed like they are. Can, just get me shoes. I'm going to leave. They just <laughs> stare at you, like not moving a muscle. Okay. Shoes are for royalty. Yeah. Let's go. <sighs> Jessica gives a heavy sigh. and uh, Palo Manor, would it be okay to expedite the trial to, oh, I don't know, say like in the next five minutes. As you wish. Very well. All right, gentlemen, you go have your discussion out wherever you need to do, and I will see you in court. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and Jessica starts to walk away. Yeah, so anyway, I'm thinking of doing a triathlon. Oh, hey, that's great, man. What do you say? Them poor bastards going through a midlife crisis. This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Hello everybody, howdy, and welcome to the Halftime Zone. Some of you I haven't seen since last week. Some of you are still here, I don't know. You didn't get the memo that, uh, you know, this is once a week kind of thing. And you gotta go, okay? But some of you still sticking around, stinking up the place. Okay, so, here we go. Today's episode is sponsored by OnlyCrits.com. It is our best place to get some amazing dice and amazing dice accessories. Like, for example, their transparent chicken dice set. I fucking love it, man. It looks great. And with every purchase, you get a free D&D adventure. Uh, right now, we are promoting the Mountain Killer. And with a name like that, I mean, come on. You got to check it out. It's free with the purchase. So, uh, if you want to support the show... You uh, make purchase 
and use code DRIMBITS to get 10% off your order. And you know what? See for yourself. Gary is hooked on the dice. Check it out. Gary, it is the middle of the night. What are you doing? Uh, Gary is laying down in his coffin and you just hear... This goes on for probably three hours. And eventually one of the Anubi walks by and goes, What are you doing in there? I'm rolling my dice. Don't tell Thomas. Oh, yes, You're rolling your... 15. What? My dice, man. It's my dice. Fuck, this is sick. What are they for? Is that a weapon? And Paloma draws a spear. No, man. It's not a weapon. It's just... It feels good, man. Give, give, yeah, give, it, a, give it a roll. It, it feels... Good. Look at look at all the angles and the the, the corners. It, and it is rather angular. And you can count the the numbers. He takes it in his hand. This beautiful D twenty with little pandas in it, and he starts counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> and he's counting with him, but he's like mouthing the the words as he counts. And he goes, "May I?" Oh, be 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 my, be my guest, and and Gary spreads his legs to make a space for him to roll the die in the coffin. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Look at that! Oh my! Wait! Oh, wow! It's even bigger than the last time. Oh my god! <laughs> Give me more! Wait! 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 Then he grabs uh, the whole set of dice and goes. Whoa. Wow! Easy, bro. Oh my goodness! Where did you get this? Oh well. Uh, uh, Okay, I'll let you in on it. It's, it's, it's a little thing. It's a little place called OnlyCrits.com. Oh my goodness. And, uh, Tell me more. They got a lot of good looking dice like that right there. I've oh seen all goodness. kinds of shit. This one right here. Yeah, yeah. see little pandas. I've seen all kinds oh, of shit inside. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I've seen like uh, sail ships and dice. Oh, you know, like the ships in a ship. bottle. Oh my God, yeah. Shipping a dice. It's oh, incredible. Shipping a dice. Oh my God. Burgers. Right, whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, yes. So he's a thing, right? Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. He gets really up, like <laughs> right up in your face. I'm listening. Yeah. And, and whisper in my Gary ear. grabs one of those Doberman ears, puts it to his yeah. mouth, and he's like, <laughs> "When you check out, just say the code Drimbus. Drimbus. Oh, gonna get you ten percent off. All right. Oh my God, that's like this, like a tenth. <laughs> wow." That is incredible, Gary. Oh, oh and, uh, you know what? Here, because uh, why, why, why don't you grab this? They give a free adventure with every purchase. So An adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, do, do I need to go somewhere? We're going on a trip? Where are we going, yeah, Gary? It's, it's one of these. And he pulls out this little pamphlet, and uh, it says, The Mountain Killer. The Mountain Killer. I would love to kill a mountain. Get some of your friends, play this game, and roll these bad boys, these sexy math rocks. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mogbuyer. Right, don't tell Thomas. Why not? He, he's, he, he's not a fan. He says I need to cut back. But uh, he, do, he doesn't get it, man. He do, don't listen to him. He doesn't don't get it. To I know. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. Ancestors guide you. And he runs away. As he leaves, he hears the... <laughs> oh,
And there you go. And I cannot promise that、uh, you will not succumb to a condition similar to Gary's if you do visit. That is onlycrits.com. And、uh, you use code DRIMBUS. Okay. All right. Guys, your support means everything to us on the show. We love all of you, and that's why we want to thank each and every one of you every time. It's my favorite part. I'm not going to get sick of it. Thank you, Jerry Benetados. Thank you, Queso Loco. Thank you, John Mitchell. Thank you, Terrence Knox. Victoria Madrid. Thank you, Greta and Beignet. Thank you both. Alejandro Lopez, thank you. Ace Andrews, thank you so much. Emrys Craig, thank you, thank you. Thomas Murphy, thank you. Regina Russell, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Lazy Tortoise, thank you. You're not lazy to me, okay? And even if you are, live your truth, man. Morgan Holly, holla, and thank you. Salty, only my tears are salty for you, man. Evie Power, thank you. Adrian Bundy, thank you, buddy. Sam Olivos, thank all of yous. Okay, all of yous, all of. Thank you, just thank you all. Okay, I'm, I'll throw you back in there. Okay, okay. If you can stay, if you want, I don't care. Just thank you guys. This is awkward. This is ridiculous, Gary. What are we doing? What is she doing? What the hell is this? I thought you were the stupid one. I, all right, relax. You're you're clearly the stupid one of the group, but we could rank our stupidity levels later. Let's, I guess, figure out how to prove our case. All right, away from the fucking dog people. They're freaking me out. We are a nobody, you asshole. It's <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's go to the. The, back to the room with the sarcophagus. We'll just okay. You go back to the room with the sarcophagi, and they follow you there under supervision. Are you serious? Here, everyone, <laughs> climb into my sarcophagus, and we'll close the lid and confer in there. Okay. All right. I'm getting in there. <laughs> okay. Ostrogon gets on Gary's shoulders so that you're the height of one person, and then you guys squeeze in next to Thomas. <laughs> We're hunched over with no pants. No. Ev- yeah. Everybody just ball up like a cannonball, so there's more room. <laughs> See, you told me I was going to get to be a witness. One of the court cases, and I didn't get to do that, and now I'm on trial. This is the next best thing, Ostrogon. What better way to put on a show than to be a, in the trial? Okay, so what's the plan? Well, we need to go over the facts, I suppose. We're proving our innocence. How are we innocent? Self-defense is our main avenue here, correct? Yes. How well do you think that's going to? Fly with these people. It we say, won't.、Yes, we did kill. No matter what you say, it won't. They just—they're too weird. Well, you know what, Gary Ostrogon? We didn't kill anyone. The staff did. That's our angle. We tell them the staff killed everybody.、Mm, yes,、yeah, staffs don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> he tripped on his staff and it exploded, and it actually in turn killed. Our friend here, Thomas. A lie, Gary. We can't lie. Why not? There may have been witnesses. Who's the witness? Oh, oh that's true. Well, the the judge. Okay, yes, but she she's not gonna sentence us to death, is she? We're in a needless court case right now, Gary. I don't know what she'll say. Jesus Christ! All right, then all we can do is tell the truth, cause she knows everything. Right. But the truth is, the staff is what caused the explosion, not necessarily us. Yes. And we had no intent to, well, k- 
kill when we broke the staff. So we did it, but unintentionally. They could find us guilty for that, though. That's why I'm saying you can't tell the truth. They're going to get upset. Well, I suppose manslaughter is better than murder, right? If we have to be guilty. But these are kind of like, if I'm right here, I'm guessing these are eye for an eye kind of people. So, uh... Well, I mean, they have a court, right? That is run by, like, a king judge. Mm. Uh, Queen Gary. Queen, remember? Yes. Hashtag girl boss Gary. (laughs) Ostrogon, do you have any ideas? Listen, I'm a little out of my depths here. Literally, my my whole shtick is the magic. And right, like, right. This building is made to neutralize me. I see why you live by yourself in a tower now. Thank you. I've been trying to tell people. Everyone says, oh, no, he's weird. He's antisocial. I'm like, yeah, what do you expect? We could pin it on our friend that tried to come and grab you, Gary. He was the one after the staff, right? Oh, yes. Oh, a tiro, yes. Correct. We could say that he told us that the staff was important, so we thought we needed to break it. But then you're lying again. Well, he was after the staff, and he told us it was important. He didn't necessarily tell us to break it, but we could say he caused the chain of events. I'd, okay, explain. He didn't kill anyone. He didn't want to kill anyone. But the court doesn't know that. Only we do. Yes. It, it is a minor fib, but... The truth would come out in it. A fib. Oh, it would hurt if I did that. I don't think your god dragon thing is going to be happy with any fibbing. I know, but... I just want to go on the record here and again say how delighted I am at the fact that I was right. <laughs> and he leans into, like, your face, I guess, and he goes, Hello there, Bahamut. <laughs> See, stick, stick his head in between my ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, how do you talk without vocal cords? Me? Yeah. Or see without eyes. Gary, I can't breathe, I can't eat, I can't sleep. I don't I don't know how anything works. I don't know how I'm here. So just roll with oh. it. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can't lie. We just have to tell the truth. That doesn't mean we have to tell all the truths. We just have to find loopholes. Well, I can't lie. You can. No, but your god's gonna be unhappy if if this is through a lie. <sighs> Damn it. We just have to find loopholes. There's got to be loopholes. The only thing I could think of is the staff angle. The staff is what killed them all, not us. I mean, that sounds like it might be our best bet. Was the sorcerer that possessed the staff have a license to carry that staff? I don't know. And he put those zombies in danger by sending them after us into combat. That's right. He's... Yeah, he sent them to their death. Yeah. There we go. Shall we lie down and just accept death? No. Of course we would have retaliated. And the staff, that the explosion, that's the big thing. Wow, how do we make that sound nicer? Wow. Hmm. We can't say we were mind controlled. That's a lie. We could claim the ancestors wanted death? Oh, the zombies? Yeah. They crave death, maybe? Why else would they run at us? <laughs> Do we think that would play over well with the undead jury? Probably not. It's an undead jury. Oh, yes, the mummies. It's quite a pickle we're in. Shut up, Ostrogon. We're thinking. <laughs> Ostrogon, I'm promoting you to senior assistant. Any ideas you have, more than welcome to speak Ooh. about them presently. A senior assistant. That's right. How delightful. Well, let's see. I have exactly the court case ready. You, you congrats. You've solved my lawyer puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not going to lie. I think we should lie. That's just my 
feeling. But Bahamut's gonna be upset with Thomas. Okay, as long as I don't lie, I think I'm okay. But if I just you know, zip my lip, throw away the key while you two are talking about things that didn't happen, I think maybe I'll be okay. Well, because here's the thing. I, I think if Jessica's going to help you, then you'll be able to get away with anything, right? You can lie and she won't contradict you. If Jessica does not intend to help you, then even telling partial truths will probably be bad because she She could refute us, right? Yeah, that's right. Having been outside with Miss Felcher, um, hold up, why am I even on trial? I was outside with Miss Felcher. I'm probably going to ask to be recused. You're an accomplice ostracon. Anyways. Because if we're going with that angle, Gary, you're the only one that should be here right now. (laughs) I'm a victim. I, I'm a victim. I shouldn't be here. We're all victims. Okay, look, here's, here's the only thing I'm going to say, and I'm only saying it because we're in the sarcophagus and I feel comfortable uh, speaking the truth to you. Um, it just seems to me like, aside from the initial landing, the zombies weren't really doing anything to you. They were eating our horses. And attacking us. I mean, when you were in the pit, uh, Miss Felcher, T-Row, and I were looking into the window and... We were trying to help you escape, of course, but they were just kind of standing there. Well, the sorcerer was about to send them upon us. Into our pit. I don't know. This is just me from the outside. Listen, Ostrogon, you weren't there. Gary and I were. Well, we were looking through the little the little crack in the adobe in the back. That man was going to save us for dinner or something. That's right. As soon as we tried to escape, he became very hostile. And Gary, in self-defense... You're lucky I don't leave you behind. I was truly a victim of this. I could get myself off and get out of here right now. We all victims. We were all being attacked. Why wouldn't we try I to died. attack I back? died from your stupid move. You also thought it was a good idea to break the stand. I did, but I, I wasn't the one that did it. It was you. Perhaps the death of Wade is a good appeal. Hmm? Proof of violence. Oh, that's true. Yeah, w- proof right freaking here. Look. <laughs> they killed first. That's true. Yes. Not only did they attack, they killed. Well, to to be fair, and I'm just saying, you know, I don't know how competent the prosecution is going to be, but uh, Thomas's death is really on you again. Yes. Right, but he's not on trial for my death. He's on trial. No, I know. I'm just saying that he's not a great proof for anything. Uh, but Wade... That is directly caused by it. Okay, how do we... We don't have proof anymore, though. It's just that Jessica was there. Yeah, I suppose. Unless they can go fetch the horse's corpse back where we came from. And we still don't know what the prosecution's gonna say. That will be our biggest asset here. Oh, so, hello. Come in. Are you nearly finished in there? What's the rush, buddy? A little more time, please. There's justice to be had. The court had requested to begin in five minutes. All right. They will be there in five minutes. No, it, that was many minutes ago. You go in there and tell your stupid judge that we need five more minutes. A spear breaks through the lid of the sarcophagus. Oh, Say no. that again. You damaged my fort. What the hell? Yeah. If you're trying to kill us before a trial, that's not what the ancestors would like, mister. We were attacked. This is a hung trial. We need to get out of here. We were attacked. We are being... Uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the thing? Harassed! No, no, no. Uh, uh, hung jury? Any, any, like, uh, confessions that don't, they don't count if you're under a lot of stress, right? If you're under stress. Like, forced, forced confessions, something like that. Coerced testimony? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Oh my god, I just remembered myself and not from anyone else. Coerced <laughs> testimony. Right? We can, we can plead that as well. Yes. Because we were just stabbed. Right? There's proof now through this sarcophagus. 
We were just stabbed at. There we go. It's good. <laughs> Unprovoked. All right. Well, the only thing I could truly think of is the angle with the staff. If- well, he also sent the ancestors to their doom onto us. Okay. Okay. That's that, though. Yeah. They were controlled and sent to death. Okay. Yes. Under his command. Right. There's really All nothing right. else I could think of that could get us out of here other than... As you're saying this, the lid slides open. <laughs> and one of the Anubai goes, it is time. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, Michael Pisani as Jessica Feltra, and Nicholas Benetados as Gary Markmire. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited by Michael Pisani and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Nicholas Benetados and Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash dreamers. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, where we discuss behind-the-scenes and secrets, free exclusive merch, and the chance to create items for the campaign or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU. The Daily Planet's style desk. Car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! Oh my god, quantum. He could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, Yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.